0: hello and praise the lord my name is george and i'm very happy today that you've tuned in to listen to this podcast i pray that the lord will be with you that the lord will speak to you a word of encouragement today even as i share the word of the lord my desire today is to share on restoration a few a few days ago as i was praying and i was asking god what to say to his people in this time the word restoration kept coming back or kept replaying in my mind. And so today, I, you know, I just thought it is important for us to share or for me to share the word of encouragement from the Lord on restoration. So I pray that you will be restored in all things, that you'll begin to experience a, res- a restoration in your life, In your personal life, in your private life, in your public life. I pray for restoration of marriages and restoration of finances. I pray for restoration of reputations. As I heard the Lord say that he's going to restore his people. And restore everything that the enemy has stolen from you. So it is my prayer today that even as you listen to this podcast, you will be restored to the glory and to the honor of God's name. Now, restoration uh, has different meanings. And one of the things that we have to acknowledge is that when we talk of restoration, I am talking about something almost like payback, where the Lord decides to pay everything back to you or where all that you've lost is given back to you by the almighty God or by, you know, by anything. So let's look at Joel chapter 2, verse 25 to 26. That is where we we want to start from. So that even as we look at this topic of restoration, we have scriptural backup to claim this word. Remember, it is always important to have scriptures. To speak scriptures, to be equipped with the knowledge of scriptures, such that the enemy cannot stop you and cannot stop your restoration. And so today, I want us to look at Joel chapter 20, uh, chapter two, verses twenty-five to verse twenty-six. And we're looking at, uh, we're looking the, uh, through the English Standard Version which will be our version for today um, as we look at the the topic of restoration. The Bible says, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter, my great army which I sent among you. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never again be put to shame. Amen. Joel chapter 2 verses 25 to 26, reading from the English Standard Version or ESV. And the Lord today is saying to you that I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, I don't know about your life, but I am sure that one of you or two of you who are listening to me have lost something significant in their lives. And I want to say that you are not alone. I have also lost significant things in my life. Some of you who are listening to me have lost their reputation. Others have lost their finances. Some have lost their peace. And others have lost their marriages. Or relationships. Some are living at a time or in a place where they feel uh, rejected. And all these things have come into your life and they have distorted or distracted you from following the Lord or from fulfilling whatever God has placed in your life. Now, there are two ways that we can lose peace or we can lose all these things. And there are two reasons why some locusts come into our lives. And there are people today whose lives have been disrupted by the Lord himself because there are things that God desired for them to do, but they did not do them. And so God has come and distracted their lives. And there are others whose lives have been distracted by the enemy. Let me first explain how God sometimes disrupts our lives. And you are going to take the story of Jonah. And, you know, Jonah is called by God and told to go to the land of Nineveh to go and prophesy against Nineveh. But then Jonah does not do that. He refuses and decides to go the opposite direction, running away from God. But God disrupts his life. Jonah finds himself in, in, uh, in the belly of a whale, and eventually he finds himself in Nineveh. So sometimes the Lord himself can disrupt your life, and the first question that you have to ask yourself, even in this situation that you're in, is it God who has put me in this situation, or is it the devil who has put me in this situation? If you can find an answer to that question, then you will know how to pray and you will know how to fight if indeed you are needed to fight. The problems we have today is that there are many people who are fighting battles or fighting things that have been sent to them by God so that they can be brought to a point of repentance and a point of turning around. And I'm I'm saying this because the first portion of Joel 2, 25 and 26 says, I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten, the hopper, the destroyer, and the cutter. And the Lord says, my great army. In other words, the Lord says, or the Lord owns the swarming locusts and says, this is my great army that I have sent to you or I sent to you, for he says, which I sent among you. So it was the Lord who sent the locust. It was the Lord in this case who sent the hopper and the destroyer and the cutter. It was because of the sins of the nation that God sent these locusts against his own people so that he can bring them to a point of repentance. And so the first question, as I said earlier, is that you must ask yourself, are you in a wilderness that God has put you in? Or are you in a wilderness because the enemy has put you in a wilderness? Or are you in a wilderness that you've put yourself in? Because that's also another reason why you may be in a place of luck. The swarming locusts in this, in this point, what I want to use this is to say that the locusts in this text were real locusts, in my view. But in our time, there could be different locusts. It could be an investment that you prepared, that you wanted to invest, but it didn't go well, and so you lost your money. It could be a marriage that you tried working on, but it didn't work. And the locusts of lust, or the locust of lack of proper judgment, came and took away your money or your marriage. Whatever locust that has come your way today, the Lord is saying, I will restore it to you. Now, the restoration part does not just come for the sake of it. It comes for the glory of God. For he says, you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never again be put to shame. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. Why? So that you can praise the name of the Lord your God. You shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And today I prophesy to you and I prophesy over your life. The restoration is coming your way in the name of Jesus Christ. And you shall eat and be satisfied. Where you did not have food, the Lord will give you food. Where there was no peace, the Lord will give you peace. Where there was no joy, the Lord will give you joy. Where there was no gladness, the Lord will bring gladness. And he will take away your tears and you will eat and be satisfied. You will eat the food and your land will produce the work of your hands will suddenly begin to produce great things and it will produce according to its ability. That, my friends, is restoration. And praise the name of the Lord your God who has dealt wondrously with you. So I pray today that the Lord will deal with you wondrously. In other words, He will perform wonders upon your life and he will perform wonders upon wonders upon wonders. And you will perform things in your life that you never dreamt of. In other words, I pray that he will fulfill all your prayers. And he will give you more than you ever prayed for. Restoration. And my people shall never again be put to shame. In the name of Jesus Christ. So this is all about restoration. That In other words, the Lord will restore you to a point that you shall never again be put to shame in the name of Jesus Christ. So I pray today that every locust that has come into your life is defeated in Jesus' name. That every locust that has come to eat your grain or eat whatever it is that you have will be defeated. And I also pray that should there be anything that the Lord has sent against you, that you'll be quick to see it and quick to hear it and repent of it so that the Lord can remove his hand from fighting you and the Lord can use his hand again to bless you and to restore you. Restoration does not just come, my friends. The Lord will restore you, not because you deserve it, but he will restore you so that you can praise his name. Please remember that part, whatever it is that you lost, whether it's money, whether it's a family, whether it's a marriage, whether it's whatever, whether it's a business, whatever you've lost, the Lord will restore you, not just for your sake, but so that you can praise the name of the Lord. In other words, he will restore you to for his own glory. And so I pray that the time of your restoration you will not forget what the lord has done in your life you see sometimes uh, the reason i'm saying this is because uh you know sometimes you may find uh, let me just use this example there is a time that you do things and you had some money in your pocket but suddenly you can't find the money that you had in your pocket and after a week or two you actually realize that, that the money, you are lo- you don't have money, but then you go to one of your pockets and you find some money that you didn't plan for. You didn't know that it was in the pocket. And w- usually what happens is that people tend to misuse the money they find. For example, you're going out to wash your clothes. You didn't have any money. You are in the house. And then suddenly you put your hands in your pockets, in, in you know in your jeans pockets, and you find, oh, I had some cash that I didn't know about. Most people tend to misuse that money. And and that is what most people do with restoration. When God restores you, many people do not use that restoration to the glory of God. And so what I'm saying to you today is that the Lord himself desires for you to begin to use that restoration to bring glory to his name, to praise his name. You shall eat and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God and who has well dealt wondrously with you and you shall never be put to shame again let's turn to jeremiah chapter 30 verse 17 still on restoration jeremiah chapter 30 verse 17 and the bible says for i will restore health to you and your wounds i will heal declares the lord because they have called you an outcast it is zion for whom no one cares I will restore health to you, and your wounds I will heal. Now, this is a very powerful scripture for anyone who has wounds or anyone who is sick. Now, health is God's gift. And I believe that God desires for all of us to be healthy, for all of us to have health. You know, in the past, the the gospel of health and wealth has been really criticized uh, by different people. And I understand their perceptions and I understand their, their commands or whatever of the perception that they are coming from. But th- that does not mean that it is not the desire of God for us to be healthy. It doesn't mean that now because someone got, uh, someone died even after being prayed for, it doesn't mean that it is not the desire of the Lord for us to be healthy i believe it is a desire of god for us to be healthy i believe it is the will of god to heal us i believe it is the will of god that we walk in perfect health and in great prosperity and so the lord is saying i will restore health to you and so if you're listening to me uh, through this podcast and you are not feeling well i pray for your health today in the name of jesus christ i say i pray for your health today In the name of Jesus Christ, be healed in Jesus name, be restored to perfect health in Jesus name, be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. If you're listening to this podcast and you know someone who has lost his health, I pray today that you lay hands on them or you send them this podcast that they may begin to receive their healing in the name of Jesus Christ. I rebuke every sickness and I rebuke every disease in the mighty name of Jesus. Jeremiah thirty seventeen is our base. For the Lord says, I will restore health to you. So I pray today that your health will be perfect to the glory and honor of the name of the Lord. And if you get healed, please send me a note, send me a, a, a testimony so that we can rejoice and praise the name of the Lord for the things that he is doing. The, section, the next section says, and, wo- and your wounds I will heal, says the Lord. Now I want to look at wounds in a different way, not just physical wounds, but I also want to look at these wounds as spiritual wounds. Now there is nothing as painful as spiritual wounds. If you have ever been spiritually wounded, then you will understand what I'm saying. It is a very, very powerful, uh, pain, powerful and painful aspect, the spirit. Now, see, when you get sick physically, you can take a tablet for the pain. When you have a headache, they advise take a lot of water or take some painkillers. But what happens when you have spiritual pain, spiritual wounds? What happens? What tablet do you take for your spiritual healing, for the spiritual wounds to heal? When we talk about father wounds emotional wounds when we talk about mother wounds when we when we talk about church wounds these are wounds that go beyond physical these are wounds that are not just physical and they are not treatable with any medicine there is no prescription and so the lord says and your wounds i will heal you see there are so many people out there who are in pain so many people are walking around, but they're in pain. They are wounded. It is what we call wounded spirits. They are in a lot of pain and they do not know. Many of them, some of them know why they're in pain and others have no idea that they're in pain. And But how the pain is being expressed is very, very different. Some are expressing their pain by getting into addictions They're addicted to sex and addicted to drugs and addicted to all sort of stuff. And others are getting themselves into violence and others are getting themselves into depression because of pain. Some have even murdered or committed suicide and others are in prison today. I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever wounds that you have in your life that you will find healing, In the name of jesus christ i pray for you today that whatever pain you are going through even at this moment you will receive healing in the name of jesus christ because there are people going through the pain of rejection and you're wounded because you have been rejected by people you thought would accept you i pray for you in the name of jesus christ that you will begin to receive your healing today For the Lord says, Jeremiah 30 verse 17, that he will restore to you. So I pray that he will restore health to you and that he will restore healing from your wounded spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive your healing today from your spirit. Free your spirit from pain. Free your spirit from chains and prisons. You see, one of the things that we have to understand about our spirit is that if our spirit is in pain, then it will be very difficult for the Spirit of God to speak and communicate with our spirit. So we have to let go of pain. We have to let go of unforgiveness that is dwelling in our spirit. The spirit of man is the base. The spirit of man, your spirit is like the foundation of everything that you are. So if your spirit is in pain, and if your spirit is bound, by unforgiveness and it's just, if your spirit is bound by pain and bitterness then it is very difficult for the lord to communicate through you for the lord to use you to do great things in this life so whatever you hear whatever you do fast heal your spirit in fact this is what i i hear the lord say that there are many of you who are suffering from sicknesses and diseases that are physical but in reality they have their root in your spirit so because your spirit is sick it is manifesting in the physical you have headaches you have depression your 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 legs can't function your stomach has an issue your chest you have chest pains you trace all these problems and you will begin to realize that it has everything to do with your spirit so i pray that your spirit will be healed i pray that your spirit will be uplifted i pray that your spirit will be set free from the prison of revenge and the prison of pain in the name of jesus christ and i pray for to you and i pray for you today that the lord will restore to you his spirit the Holy Spirit of God will come upon you this day and this night in the name of Jesus Christ, that the Lord will restore to you the joy of his salvation and he will uphold you with a willing spirit. I pray for you in the name of Jesus Christ that the Lord will restore to you the joy of his salvation and he will uphold you with his willing spirit. I pray for you today that the Spirit of God will begin to revive your spirit. In fact, I pray that the breath of God will be breathed upon your spirit and your spirit will become alive in the name of Jesus Christ. Restoration, restoration, restoration. Be ye restored, be ye restored in the name of Jesus Christ. Be restored against all things that you've lost. Be restored tonight. Be restored this day in the name of Jesus Christ. Let's jump to Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 7. Isaiah verse 61 and verse 7. And the Bible says, Instead of your shame, there shall be a double portion. And another version says, There shall be double honor. Instead of dishonor, they shall rejoice in their lot. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess a double portion. They shall have everlasting joy. Instead of your shame, I love I love this text. Now, most of the times, if you're in ministry, and if you're a believer, there's one thing that the devil is looking to do in your life or, and against your life. His one weapon that he uses is shame and he wants to bring shame in your life and shame is uh, I describe it as as how people you know as that and dirty stuff being said about you or being thrown at you and many believers and many Christians have gone through shame Many others have not gone through shame. And if you've been through shame, and if the enemy has taken you through shame of any kind, the Lord is saying in Isaiah 61 verse 7 today that he will restore you from that shame. And this is what it means. This is what the verse is saying. Instead of your shame, there shall be a double portion, or there shall be double honor. Now, this is what I understand. If the enemy wanted to, to give you shame uh, 10 times, the Lord is saying, instead of you receiving 10 times of shame, you receive 20 times of honor. All right, please understand that. For example, the enemy says, oh, I'm going to give this person shame 50 times. The Lord is saying, instead of you getting that shame uh, 50 times, you will get Honor or double portion of honor 100 times. So, in other words, the Lord is saying, I will double whatever the enemy planned against you. First, I will overturn it. First, the Lord says, I will do the opposite of what the devil planned, but then even in that opposite, I will double it for you. If you've been through shame in your life, this is what the Lord is saying to you, that, Whatever shame, the magnitude of shame you went to, maybe you went through, uh, let's say, 90% of shame in your life or 100% shame. The Lord is saying, for that shame that you went through, I'm going to give you double portion. I'm going to give you double honor of that shame. In other words, this is what I mean. The Lord will honor you so great that you will begin to forget the shame that you went through. So the the enemy gave you 50%, 100% shame. God is giving you 200% of honor. And he says, instead of your shame, there shall be a double honor, a double portion. The Lord will not shame you. The Lord will take away that shame. And in its place, he will give you double honor. The Lord will cover your shame and take it away from you. And he will give you double honor. Let me repeat. The Lord will take away your, your shame, and in its place He will give you double honor. Instead of dishonor, you shall rejoice in your lot. Therefore, in the land you shall possess a double portion, and you shall have everlasting joy. I pray that everlasting joy will be your portion today in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that everlasting joy will be your portion today in the name of Jesus Christ. And Job Job 42 and verse 10. Please stand there very quickly. John 42 verse 10. And the Bible says, And the Lord restored the fortunes of Job when he had prayed for his friends. And the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Now, this is what I'm talking about. Double honor in the place of your shame double honor in the place of your shame we all know the story of job and and job was uh ashamed and job was embarrassed and job was you know what went through shame uh, when the enemy went and asked for his uh for an opportunity to torment job and job was taken through so much shame from becoming very rich to becoming very poor and the lord restored him and restored his fortunes when he had prayed for his friends. Now, and the Lord gave Job, the Bible says, twice as much as he had before. May the Lord give you joy twice as much as you had before. May the Lord give you peace twice as much as you had before. May the Lord give you finances twice as much as you had before. May the Lord give you wisdom Twice as much as you had before. May the Lord give you favour. Twice as much as you had before. May the Lord give you greatness. Twice as much as you had before. May the Lord give you open doors. Twice as much as you had before. May the Lord give you everything. Twice as much as you had before. Be ye restored. In the name of Jesus Christ, be ye restored in the name of Jesus Christ. Be ye restored in the name of Jesus Christ. May the Lord give you twice as much as you had before. Whatever you have lost, may you find it back to the glory and to the honor of God's name. Father, I bring your people before you and I thank you for this word that you have given to us today. And I pray for them and I ask the Lord you may restore to them whatever they have lost. Let your name be praised, Almighty God, because of them and let your name be praised in their lives today. To the glory and honor, we honor you, Lord, and we praise you. And I pray for everyone, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray and believe. Amen and amen. Thank you. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you.